Presence Live. We're your hosts, Paul Braun, along with Janine Bitson. We've got a special new segment we'd like to introduce called Encountering Christ's Real Presence. You can hear the Tantu Mergo in the background. It's beautiful. There. Yes. So what's this all about? The real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist is at the heart of who we are as Real Presence Radio. And each week now we want to spend some time talking about, as the name suggests, of course, encountering Jesus' real presence. We're going to feature segments that offer teaching and catechesis on topics like the Mass and Eucharistic Adoration. We're also going to share stories of how people's lives have been transformed as they encountered Jesus when receiving Him in the Holy Eucharist or when spending time with Him in adoration. So this morning, we're, we're going to focus on the story of discernment and how Father Timothy Lang's life has been changed forever by spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Father, good morning. Are you with us? Hi. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Janine. Enjoy. Oh, it's great to have you. Are, are you on your cell phone, Father, or are you out in a car somewhere? Not driving, though. I'm pulled off on the side of a little road. Just very beautiful, actually. Um, visited a parishioner and um, brought him uh, viaticum, via uh, tecum, bread for the journey, uh, last sacrament as he as he's oh. nearing the end of his own life. So. Mm. Oh, wow. That's yeah, really beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, where you're a pastor, and, and, and how this all began with you as being a priest? Yeah, so I'm originally from Brainerd, Minnesota, it's in the center of the state, and um, after high school, or during my years of high school, we'll talk about that in a little bit more, but um, just had an encounter with God and His call, and uh, so I felt after high school that the next best step for me was to go to seminary, so I went to St. John Vianney Seminary at St. Thomas, and then I went to St. Paul Seminary, so I did eight years down in the Twin Cities, and I was ordained in 2014. I was in Grand Rapids, Minnesota as the associate for two years, and at the cathedral in Duluth for a year, and now I've been here in Walker, Minnesota, and Hackensack, two small towns. Um, people always ask, how did Hackensack get its name? I don't fully know yet, um, but uh, two smaller parishes here in uh, northern Minnesota, beautiful lake country, and um, beautiful, beautiful day here. So, good to be with you guys. Oh, well, it's so wonderful to have you here with us, and, and what a, a fantastic topic to be visiting with you about. I mean, it's the source and summit, uh, everything that we believe as Catholics, and to be visiting about the Eucharist, the Blessed Sacrament, how we can encounter Christ through adoration. Uh, we are just really, really thrilled to have this segment on Real Presence Radio. Um, so, when when we talk about spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, Father, can you explain what that means? Yeah, you know, I was as I was looking over this yesterday and praying about it last night, and it just kind of struck me. It's not just time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. It's you know, it's, but what I was hearing is it's time with a person. You know, like we spend time with a person, we get to know them over the course of the years, and and we sit in a church where there's the, the Eucharist has been consecrated by a priest at the Mass, kept in reservation in the, the gold, usually boxers, you know, kind of circular, uh, what used to be like the Ark of the Covenant. We spend time with Jesus either in that way, just sitting in the church, or in adoration, where a consecrated host is 
put in something called a monstrance, and we spend time with the Lord, it, it dawned on me last night, it's not just in front of Jesus, but it's with Him, that that really does become Jesus in a substantial way. And yes, we say, God, here in this beautiful little country lane right now, and it's gorgeous, but yes, God is here, but in a substantial way, we... I think we lost Father. Yeah, so... Well, we got the operator. That's all right. You know, he's he's out in the country, and that's fantastic. Wow, what a blessing! He just uh, turned the, or took the Eucharist to a, a gentleman who's going to be leaving this life, you know, very soon, and joining our Lord, and and that just even heightens even more the importance of the Eucharist in our lives. You know that it it isn't just. It isn't just a piece of bread. It isn't just a tabernacle where we go to um, to to visit. It's a real person. It's the divine div- divinity. It's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. And we see him in person uh, when we're in, in his presence. And and so how beautiful that is. So yeah. Father, you were just talking about. Um, when when we talk about spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, that we're truly in front of Jesus' real presence. We are with him. Um, yeah. And, and how beautiful that is. It's just not, it, it's, it's real. <laughs> and yeah. for you, um, you would say that everything happened in front of this Blessed Sacrament. Where, where does your story begin with, with that? Yeah, you know, a beautiful um, encounter in a sense, at uh, one of the Steubenville conferences. Uh, gosh, I don't even remember what year it was, but I think many are familiar that at these weekend conferences for teens, um, there's always a powerful night of adoration. And for some reason or another, I had never um, experienced that time of adoration before growing up. My parents, good parents, went to Mass every Sunday, but uh, there's a period of the Church where Eucharistic uh, adoration kind of fell out of... Um, I just wasn't done as much, And uh, but thanks be to God, it's much more common and more and more common and even my home parish a perpetual adoration chapel throughout the day and uh, for me I was in that field house in uh, Franciscan University Steubenville the first time I experienced the Eucharistic procession you know I just blown away the Lord was I didn't necessarily feel a lot but he was just he was changing me because we have you know we have so many uh, people that we know who have cancer and they go through radiation therapy and, and in, a, in an even more powerful way when we're with Jesus in the Eucharist it's it's light, it's power, it's joy, it's, it's that kind of melting things and transforming my heart in that moment. And even though I didn't necessarily feel anything, he was changing me. And then I came home, I went back to the year of the school. Uh, for me at the time, sports, academics, um, arts, all that stuff was before my faith. But again, I went back to school the next year. And just that time, that power, and um, from the Blessed Sacrament, I started making trips to our Adoration Chapel in our parish. I went on the Discipleship Week where Matt Ministries put those on and just really encountered, um, that was after my junior year now of high school, and um, just encountered the presence of God in the Eucharist in a profound way and the other sacraments as well. And, and really, for me, um, hearing the Lord call, and this is how the Lord works with us, He never does anything against our will, but by sitting with Him, anything that's not of Him is melted away. And so after my you know my senior year, I'm God. What do you want to do with my life? Like, okay, I've given been given this life, and that's the something I think the Lord gave me again through that time with Him, and just that I became convicted that God made us each for a purpose, um, and we'll be most happy doing what He made us to do. And so it's just a matter of listening to Him. And so 
they told me when I had visited the seminary of November my senior year, they said, discernment in front of the Blessed Sacrament will never lead you astray. I said, okay, I think I can sit there and see what happens. And so in the course of, um, after my winter season of uh, swimming got over, I started going to our adoration chapel every day after school. God, what do you want me to do? God, what do you want me to do? Is it, you know, this other university, or do you want me to go to a seminary? Is this on my heart? And so with time, uh, the Lord just kind of changed my desire. Like, he, that was the thing that I desired. My heart was desiring what he wanted for me, and it, it was indeed to go to the seminary, give it a shot, and um, be open to what he had. And that's, that, and that's continued. And I know, I, I know in my own life now today, that if I don't spend that time with the Lord every day, I'm a grouch. <laughs> left to my, myself, I'm, I'm not the best version of myself. And it's that, that time with Jesus, with that divine radiation therapy, or however we want to envision it, with the one who is life and life himself, that my, my life has its source and meaning. And that's the, the time I don't want to skip in a, in a beautiful way. Um, Janine and Paul, last night as I was praying about this, I just asked the Lord like to show me, like, Lord, how have you been changing me? And he just, it just fed me to tears. All the, Just like you'd say, you know, with a friend, tell me about your friendship with so-and-so. It's just like all these different experiences of sitting with, with the Lord and the Blessed Sacrament and all the different things he's said. Um, just really, really powerful. Going all the way back to when I was a little kid and my parents would bring us to Sunday Mass and we had these hymnals that had pictures of churches in them. And I would go through and I'd put my finger on each of the different pages and I'd all, all ten of my fingers on pages with pictures of the churches. And then uh, many, many years later, the Lord brought that memory back to me as I was in Mass, you know, and the Lord um, brought that memory back to me and, and with that line that zeal for your house will consume me. Wow. You know, just zeal for the Eucharist, the Lord's house. The, uh, so it's just, yeah, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a gift. Oh, it, it, it's so beautiful. In fact, you, Father, Father Timothy, you have me in tears because it's just so, yeah. it's just so beautiful. That whole testament of of what it's yeah. meant to be in front of the Blessed Sacrament and how God has spoken, how Jesus has spoken to you um, in yeah. your encounters with Him. My husband and I, we do a an hour of adoration together on Monday nights, and and that is such a special time for us to to be in front of Jesus uh, together, but also as individuals with our own individual prayers, but to be able to share that as a couple is is really a beautiful thing. And yeah. and I also know I, I you talk about Steubenville and I remember mm-hmm. being um, at the March for Life and over ten thousand of us in a armory and yeah. all in adoration. And it's just like you could hear a pin drop. You know, all these students just really understanding and appreciating that the divine Jesus in person before yeah. us, it, it's just so beautiful. And to, to think how he was speaking to each one of those students individually at that time is yeah. just, wow, divine radiation. I love that term. Divine <laughs> yeah. radiation. That's yeah. good. Yeah. We, we want to thank people. Oh, sorry, Father, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, as you were talking to me, I was just recalling, like, um, we were asked or got to go to World Youth Day in Brazil uh, as part of our seminary experience and just being on Copacabana Beach with about 2 million people. Oh, and there yeah. we are in adoration, and, and Matt Maurer was leading some of the praise for a time, and I just remember him, uh, in, in an example to us all, just as he's leading us in praise, he's not looking at us, he's on his knees playing his guitar in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah, playing are, for Jesus. Praying, yeah. You know, we're, we're adoring him in the Blessed Sacrament. 
We had Matt Marr here a couple of years ago here at the Diocese of Fargo. He put on a concert. And before the concert, I talked to him a little bit about that, about that experience. of Because uh, there's a video of him singing, Lord, I Need You, in adoration yeah. right there on the beach in Brazil. It's a, it's yeah. a powerful video if you haven't seen it. Yeah. And, and he was saying what a powerful uh, moment that was for him. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we want to thank people for tuning into Real Presence Radio. I'm Paul Braun, and I've got uh, Janine Vitson with me here. We're with Father Timothy Lang um, for this segment, talking about the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, Father Timothy, you're from the Diocese of Duluth, right? That's correct, yep. And, and what parish are you are you at? I am at St. Agnes in Walker and Sacred Heart in Hackensack. Oh, wonderful. You said something a little earlier that really uh, interested me. You said, when we talk about spending time in front of the Blessed Sacrament, we're not really in front of it. You said we are with the Blessed Sacrament. Jesus is surrounding us. Um, yeah. Th- that, that, to me, th- that really opened up something to me, thinking about it that way, because I've always thought about sitting in front of him, but not really sitting with him. And so yeah. that opens something up really special to me. And uh, have you had powerful moments of healing in front of the Blessed Sacrament or when you were with the Blessed Sacrament? Can you tell us something about those? Yeah, you know, um, I think there are a lot of us listening right now that might also uh, struggle with anxiety or struggle with being overwhelmed or feeling not good enough. Or I just think it's part of um, maybe one of the, the challenges of you know, each culture, each time has different challenges, and I think part of ours is that we're so busy, we're so occupied with so many things that we just get overwhelmed, and that's definitely part of my life, of just asking the Lord to step into anxiety or, or frustrations or feeling overwhelmed, and one moment in particular is actually down in this beautiful church in little Sleepy Eye, Minnesota, so if there's anybody down there in your network, I don't know, but we were on a retreat down there with the Schoenstatt sisters, and I just pouring out my heart to the Lord in, in the church there and just telling him how overwhelmed I was and how, how many things, Lord, I can't even fall asleep some nights. And, and he says to me, as I'm with him, with a person, it just comes to my heart. The Lord is saying, you're nervous because you know you don't have what it takes. And it wasn't condemnatory at all. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'm just making sure you're still there. You're still, yeah, 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 we're, we're still here. here. We're yeah. still here. <laughs> Eagerly <laughs> awaiting the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. It wasn't. It wasn't condemnatory at all. It was just this beautiful, like, yeah, I, I get it now, Lord. That I'm, I'm so focused on me. I have such a big problem and a small God. And for just the Father to say, just to help me recognize that that's why I was nervous. Is to me that was a huge. That was that was healing to experience Him saying that. Of you know you're nervous because you don't have enough takes and it's like okay now I can be okay with that because the father said that yeah and the father is bigger than my problems and and so just to um, and also even a powerful moments of, of uh, grieving um, in front of the blessed sacrament and maybe this is a dynamic that um, the married couples have experienced as well but part of the whole point of a bachelor bachelorette party is that you're in a sense you're grieving the other um, other folks that you're not saying yes to, and you're delighting in the one. And so uh, the Lord walks us through that whenever we choose a vocation. I was sitting in the, the church, a little chapel up in the fourth floor of the seminary, and the last holy hour of an eight-day silent retreat, you know, we have these four or five holy hours a day, and the Lord just kind of walked me through um, picturing what couldn't be as a married man and saying yes to what is as a celibate. And so just meeting him as a person, he showed me in an image, of course, Along the way, when we sit with Jesus, he also teaches us to pray, 
you know, Blessed Sacrament. And I, I think back, you know, 15 years ago, whenever when I was going to adoration, spending time with Jesus, and how much He's taught me how to be with Him. And so if we're out there and we're wondering, oh, I don't know how to be with the Lord, I don't know how to pray, showing up, He does the rest over time, and we just have that kind of long range. Then one, one quick last story um, that I, I would share, too, is that now as a priest, being able to say the words of institution with, you know, as I hold the chalice and being able to pour, literally, it's just a beautiful, I pour my life into that chalice as I pour the wine in, and as I hold it and I say these words, take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the blood of the new and eternal covenant. It's just, we get to offer, even if we're not the priest, but you, everybody's a priest by their baptism in a sense, but the ministerial priest does it, does the words in service to them, and so we get to offer our lives back to that person. Mm -hmm in that chalice as we pour our sufferings and everything back in. And and that's Beautiful. so important. You know, we, we've been talking about adoration and being in front of the Blessed Sacrament in that way, but, you know, at that moment uh, with the Eucharist yeah. uh, in Mass, in Holy Mass, and how important it is to just enter it in that much more deeply, like you talk about when you elevate the host, but, yeah. uh, you know, for us, what what would you say more to those parishioners as that host is elevated? What would you say to them and, and how to be properly disposed at that moment? Sure. You know, just beautiful. Uh, I surrender Jesus. I believe. Help my unbelief. The prayer of St. Thomas, the doubter he called, but just, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. And that little red light, remember that that's a sign that God has never abandoned us. The Eucharist is the bread for the journey. It's God's presence that He's there all the time with us. Well, thank so. you so much, Father, for joining us. We're on a hard break, and uh, we thank you so much.